0: Welcome to the podcast, Filled with His Love, the only podcast that draws upon both religion and psychology to help you strengthen your attachment relationships. Here's your host, Dr. Russ Osgothorpe, Emeritus Professor of Instructional Psychology and Technology, author and speaker. His latest book entitled Filled with His Love, Strengthening Our Attachment to God and to Others is available on Amazon now. When my wife and I were serving as mission leaders, President M. Russell Ballard urged the missionaries to, quote, teach for understanding. He was trying to help missionaries grasp the fact that they could not just explain a gospel principle and expect that the person they were teaching would comprehend the principle instantly. As my wife and I kept thinking about what he had said, we began teaching the missionaries that no one could understand a principle of the gospel until they lived that specific principle, For example, most people, whether they are members of our church or not, know that drug addiction and smoking are not healthy habits. They can explain why these practices are not healthy, but while they are explaining why, they might be high on drugs or smoking themselves. So, explanations can be hollow and ultimately meaningless unless we act on what we know, unless we live the principle, in this case, of the Word of Wisdom. In our culture, we have been taught at a very young age that to understand means to know something cognitively. Young students learn a new concept in school and are then asked to give the definition of that concept on a test. So it's all about thinking, getting a concept inside the head, inside the brain. But philosophers for centuries have tried to help us see that real understanding is much more than a mental exercise. Truth must be embodied. In other words, it must be experienced. It must be acted on by someone with a body before it becomes a real part of us. One philosopher said it this way quote, Understanding is thus less a form of knowing or thinking than it is a matter of experiencing and acting. When Jesus walked the earth, he taught, quote, I am the way the truth and the light. He did not say that I can lead you to truth like someone leading another person to a destination or I can explain the truth to you. He said, I am the truth. Both the Father and the Son embody truth. They live truth, and unless we live truth, we will not fully understand it. We can read about it, discuss it, write about it, but unless we actually live it, Truth will not be fully ours. That's why the Savior taught that we should forgive everyone if we wanted Him to forgive us. How could we understand the principle of forgiveness unless we first experienced it ourselves by forgiving others? How could we understand the principle of faith unless we exercised faith? And how could we understand the principle of repentance unless we humbled ourselves and repented? That is why President Nelson urges us to repent daily. It has to become a part of us. It must get inside our body and spirit, our whole soul. Once while teaching gospel principles, the prophet Joseph said, This is good doctrine. It tastes good. I can taste the principles of eternal life, and so can you. To use the word taste, was not by accident he was helping people see that truth is something we experience like taste one cannot understand how a peach tastes unless one tastes it no amount of explanation will do elder neil a maxwell used the same word in one of his talks quote we are also to use our agency so that we come to prefer and even strongly desire the taste of gospel goodness, sweetness, and joy. Only those who have significantly developed the taste buds of the soul will be even partially prepared for the incredible beauties of the world ahead. So to taste truth means to act on the principle, to live it. Then and only then will we know how sweet it is to forgive and how joyful it is to receive forgiveness. And when we come to understand with our whole soul the power of this gospel principle, we will want to taste it more and more. We will want to repent daily. When we are trying to help someone else come to a full understanding of a gospel principle, we often wonder how we can teach for understanding, as President Ballard urged. I love the thought of President Thomas S. Monson when he was trying to help us understand what effective gospel teaching really is. Quote, The goal of gospel teaching is not to pour information into the minds of class members. The aim is to inspire the individual to think about, feel about, and then do something about living gospel principles. End quote. I like how he said, think about, feel about, and then do something about living gospel principles. President Monson was saying exactly what the philosopher I quoted earlier was saying. First, we think about something. The idea or principle enters our mind. Then, we begin to desire more understanding. We want it just like someone wants to eat a peach and experience the sweetness. And then, we act on the truth. We bite into the peach and taste its juicy goodness. So... We can't really understand something until we live it, until we act on it with our body. Only then, only when the principle becomes embodied, can we really gain a witness of the truth we are studying. The other day, I picked up an old book with a small cover called The Mustard Seed. I opened the book and noticed that the author was Lucy Gurch Thompson. The book had been given to my wife many years ago by a young women's leader, When President Monson issued the call to me to be the Sunday school general president, he recounted how Lucy Gurch had been one of his favorite Sunday school teachers. I later found that he had repeated his experience as a young boy in her class in in several talks during his ministry. Here's an excerpt from one of those talks given in 2007. He described how he and his classmates were sad because the mother of one of the class members had recently died. So here's the quote from President Monson. In President Monson's words, Sister Gertsch's lesson that Sunday featured the theme, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Midway through the lesson, she closed the manual and opened our eyes and our ears and our hearts to the glory of God. She asked, quote, How much money do we have in the class party fund? Depression days prompted a proud answer four dollars and seventy five cents. Then, ever so gently, she suggested, Billy's family is hard pressed and grief stricken. What would you think of the possibility of visiting the family members this morning and giving to them your fund? Ever shall I remember the tiny band walking those three city blocks, entering Billy's home, greeting him, his brother sisters and father noticeably absent was his mother always i shall treasure the tears which glistened in the eyes of all as the white envelope containing our precious party fund passed from the delicate hand of our teacher to the needy hand of a grief-stricken father we fairly skipped our way back to the chapel Our hearts were lighter than they had ever been, our joy more full, our understanding more profound. A God-inspired teacher had taught her boys and girls an eternal lesson of divine truth. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love President Monson's words, our understanding more profound. They did not just discuss the gospel principle Lucy Gertz was teaching. They lived it. They walked the three city blocks. They watched with their eyes the envelope being transferred from the hand of their teacher to the hand of the father. Then, because they felt so much happiness in what they had just done, they skipped back to the chapel. They internalized the principle. The truthfulness of the principle got inside them. They tasted truth. They embodied it. So if we want to teach our children to be kind to one another, we need to allow them to practice kindness. If we want to teach them to be honest, we need to find ways for them to practice being honest. If we want to teach them how to forgive, we need to invite them to forgive someone, as President Nelson invited all members of the Church to do before Easter Sunday. President Nelson was trying to help us understand that living the principle of forgiveness is the only way to get that principle inside us. So I hope that I personally can live the truths I want to embrace. I hope that any study I do of the gospel will lead to changes in my own conduct. I hope that I will be able to act on what I already know. I don't want only to think about truth or know how to explain it. I want to taste truth every single day. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon.